This is episode 10 of Audition Notes. Hey, this is episode 10 of Audition Notes. I'm Mark Westbrook from Acting Coach Scotland, and this is episode number 10. Well, Haley, what's the question? How do I tip the audition in my favour? Ah, here's the harsh truth. For the most part, it doesn't really matter what you do in the audition. I'd say 80 or 90% of the audition is entirely down to how they feel about you. And only about 20% of it is within your control. To be honest, in film and TV, I think they're primarily interested in what you look like. They presume you've already got the goods or why the heck are you in that audition? So, do you look right? Do you, do you look like how they imagine you should look? And then, can you do it? And finally, are you a pain in the bum? So, none of that stuff uh, is really uh, within your control, except are you a pain in the bum? Um, so the big part, what you look like, you, you can't control that. But it does mean if they've asked you to come in, that they, they, they might think you are, you have potential for that role. So it's okay to have a bit of self-confidence about what you're doing. But let's say not being a pain in the bum, and what else can you do to tip the audition in your favour? I mean... I suppose I got that word from Malcolm Gladwell, this idea of the tipping point. So I've got some suggestions how to tip it in your favour. Number one will be show up early. It's amazing how people don't value punctuality, except people whose money and time you're wasting. Do what they ask. It's amazing how many people actually sort of decide not to do what they were asked, which is a little strange, because you want the job. Treat them like senior colleagues that you like, or like in-laws, or your boyfriend or girlfriend's partners. A warmth, but at the same time, a respect. Oh, and did I say, do what they ask. Don't be difficult. Don't ask for any special treatment and don't ask to go last or first or could you just, just do what they ask. Make sure that if you get to choose the material, it's not very often these days, uh, if you get to choose the material, don't choose stuff that doesn't suit what you're auditioning for. You know, I've, I have personally seen someone come in and do a monologue about murdering a child for a beautiful little film I was casting about a child. I mean, he just threw me off. I, I couldn't see him in the role because he chose a piece that didn't suit. Now, if you do get a piece, then you do them as much, you know, a piece they, they give to you. Do as much work on it as you can. Work your butt off to, 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 to bring a, a, an interpretation, a set of choices to that role that people are gonna wanna see. Don't be afraid of it. They want to see what you can do with it. This feels like it goes without saying, but don't fawn, don't be desperate, 
don't be obsequious. There are no prizes for being a sycophant and kissing butt. Be professional. Be friendly. But you don't need to to fawn and be desperate. Smile when you come in to meet them and smile when you leave. It's amazing how because you're, you know, being serious, serious actor, you forget to make a, a warm greeting to them. They're people like you are. Don't be weird. Yeah, sure, you're unique. You're an artist, you're creative, but don't be weird. Reduce the makeup, take out the piercings, be normal but professional, unless any of these things would help you. And I've not anything against makeup or piercings, but help them see you as the role. And don't set your heart on any role, because then you won't come across desperate to get it. And then you won't have that horrible feeling, that bump down to earth, when you don't. Don't see it as them judging you. See it as a chance to show them what you can do. And leave with your head held high. Also, if you don't get it, they haven't rejected you. I know that's really hard. Or maybe we're just very egocentric. But I don't think they were rejecting you. They simply chose someone else. Prepare. Always be overprepared. It cannot hurt. You know, maybe you never will need your CV or resume. Never, maybe you'll never need your headshot. But I have seen awful headshots. I have seen handwritten CVs or type CVs with handwritten notes on them. People have passed me DVDs. And I'm sorry, that's, that's not how it works. If you know there's going to be part of a sight read, practice it. And practice it a lot until you're confident. Don't be a pain. Lastly, do everything you can to do a well-learned, well-understood, well-acted, dynamically, um, you know, with different changes of pace and energy, tempo, size, um, tactics, going on a journey that we talked about in earlier uh, podcasts. Um, this is your shot. A lot of people self-sabotage with not giving it 100%. And uh, then they can sort of say, well, yeah, you know, I didn't really have time to prepare for it. You know, they're kind of fooling themselves. Look, 20% could be the tipping point between getting it and not getting it. You can't afford to get that wrong. Anyway, I want to wish you good luck with your next audition. I really do. If any of this helps you tip the scales and, and helps you get the audition, then congratulations, that's amazing. Um, uh, so, uh, listen in again for the next episode of Audition Notes. I've been Mark Westbrook. I'm an audition success coach here at Acting Coach Scotland in Glasgow. Um, and uh, uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I probably already said that. Um, if you can get in touch with us, you can always email Haley at hello at actingcoachscotland.co.uk if you need some help with an audition. Or, you know, head over to actingcoachscotland.co.uk slash blog for a ton of advice on improving your chances in auditions and in acting in general. Well, thanks very much for your time and see you next time. 
You can find Acting Coach Scotland on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at hello underscore ACS, or see behind the scenes at the studio on Instagram at We Are Acting Coach Scotland. Thank you.